Ever wondered who is behind your favorite consumer brands and what strategies are used by these brands to connect with you? Tune in to Media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Sundays from 8 to 10 a.m. Sunday morning it is. 8 to 10 means we talk marketing, branding, advertising, PR, anything that communicates. You can also communicate on air by calling in relevant to the subject at the time 0891 If you're SMSing, it's 34701. If you are tweeting, do tweet to hashtag media show. It's important you do just that. Then you tweet to two different handles, Ashraf Garda as well as the SAFM radio handle. Hope you can have fun. I'm certainly looking forward to it. Lots to talk about, including some of the big winners at the Ad Focus Awards and then later on the SAB Sports Media Awards. I'm talking about the Journalist Sports Journalist of the Year Awards. So that comes up much later on. But we're going to start with something that's particularly important. Uh, and, and the context of all of this is, is, the, is the fate of the citizen editor, suspended citizen editor Steve uh, Motale. But looking just beyond that, do we get a situation now, if you've read that story and followed it up, and we'll get more detail now, are we in a position now where we're talking about uh, white media versus black media in the same way that you talk about white Twitter and black Twitter? You know, that's been doing the rounds for a good few years now. Is, is that what we see? What's happened? Let's let's get some background to all of this. I've got two guests who will talk us through this. Uh, Pete Rampedi is the, uh, with us. He's the president of the FJT, which is the Forum for journalists, uh, of Journalists for Transformation. Pete, good chatting to you once again. Hi. Uh, thanks for inviting us, uh, Ashraf, and, 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 and morning to my colleague, Dave Vicky. Absolutely right. And Vicky, of course, is with us in studio. Vicky Abram, who's a journalist at The Citizen, also a member of the Communication Workers Union. But, uh, but let's say that specifically she's talking in the capacity from the Communication Workers Union and not on behalf of her newspaper. Vicky, I appreciate your time. Hi. Hi. Thank you. Let's start with Pitt then. Pitt, first of all, th- there, was, there was a march that took place. A few days ago, T- tell me what was that march about? Look, uh, as the Forum of Journalists for Transformation, uh, working with the Communications Workers Union, we did march uh, to the offices of the Citizen Newspaper to basically highlight our concerns about the way uh, that company treats uh, journalists, especially black journalists. Uh, we are there to remind them that uh, black journalists. Uh, cannot be treated differently from their white counterparts, and that they cannot, 22 years into democracy, be subjected to um, discrimination, and nepotism, uh, exploitation, and uh, an institutionalized culture of, of, of racism in our newsrooms. So we're basically there to highlight those concerns and to remind uh, the owners of um, uh, Kirkstein and, and other media houses across South Africa that Black journalists cannot be treated like their disposable notice because uh, we are not being done a favor when we operate in these newsrooms. We have gone to school like anybody else. But, but in the main, we also wanted to highlight our concern about the circumstances surrounding the decision of Kexton to suspend Stephen Matai because the allegations leveled against him were unfounded. But in the main, uh, people abandoned him, including the so-called South African National Editors Forum, which is nothing but uh, an arm, a private arm for media bosses. They have uh, abandoned journalists in favor of uh, media bosses, and then they, they've basically decided to uh, 
Okay, so that, that's the reason. So, so, so here's the key point here, right? Do you believe that black journalists, um, and in this case specifically with The Citizen, but you can also add on to other newspapers, are being treated differently versus white journalists? They are, and, and, and in the main, Ashraf, it's actually a perpetuation of the uh, apartheid system, which we inherited as a, as, as a country. And the problem was that uh, for the past 22 years, you had the media industry backing at, the, at, at other sectors of, of society or when coming to matters of transformation while refusing to be backed at. You would know that uh, if you walk into many of these newsrooms, the situation has not changed in two years into our democracy. Uh, in the main, uh, there are a few changes here and there around appointments, but the system and the ideological orientation are still the same. So, so you're still talking about a culture of exploitation where, for example, at, at the Citizen newspaper, we know that uh, some black journalists are earning three times less than their white counterparts. We know that that newsroom uh, is still really white in terms of uh, uh, junior and senior management. In fact, they only have one uh, black editor out of um, a team of about 13 people. Mm-hmm. You'll see uh, there's no there's no diversity of perspective okay. uh, in, across all our media house. So those are the legacies of apartheid. All right, that, that just your opening lines. are certainly welcome callers to 089-110-427. We are talking uh, transformation in the media industry, maybe specifically in, in the print media industry, uh, but in, with, with reference to the suspension of the citizen editor, Stephen uh, Mohale, but, but part of the transformation, is it? do, do we get a sense, which, which is what I do, that it's a case of putting white versus black in terms of that particular space, or is it um, less complicated than that? You heard the voice of uh, Pit Rampedi from the Forum of Journalists for Transformation. Let me bring in Vicky Abrams. So, Vicky, you're speaking on behalf of the Communication Workers' Union, but I just want to make the point you also are a journalist and a citizen, right? What, what are your thoughts? You were part of that march. Why? Um, I joined the march just to say that um, enough is enough. Um, you go, you know, in most newsrooms, you find out that uh, you have um, black journalists who come in just to, you know, they are employed as window dressers. So that when you go out there, you know, people will believe that some companies, you know, they have lots of black people. Um, they've employed lots of black people. But um, when you look at the money, on management level, mm-hmm. you find out that um, a white journalist, a white editor, will be holding three positions, and you ask yourself, are there any black qualified journalists in that newsroom? Uh, or maybe even in the marketing department, you find out that um, the, the, the white people are holding lots of co- positions. And journalists, black journalists, are employed so that they can go out there to the matches where there is where there is violence, right? And whereas their white people are sitting in the offices in comfortable zones, while we go out there, you know, being exposed to 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 to, to I mean, like to dangerous zones. The inherent security yes, risk, absolutely. Yes. So, um, and some of the, the the white journalists, the white editors, are not even qualified. Um, you find out that uh, what. What I'm saying is that when I'm saying that they are not even qualified is that you find somebody who's holding lots of positions in, mm. the, in the editorial room, but they cannot even edit. They can't even write a column. And you ask yourself, why? Because they are white. What about us 
black journalists who can write, you, you, who can write. Again, you are saying that with certainty. What I'm saying, it's difficult for us to prove on air. We know that, right? And we don't have, let's say, the citizen around, and we don't have other newspapers around. But, you know, sometimes they may say, but hold it, this is a junior person. That's why they earn less. That's a senior person. That's why they earn more. Yes, we want to transform, but, but there's a process that takes place where we need, to, we need to hire new people, and it takes a few years to get to that position. I mean, if they, if they said that, is, is that difficult to understand? Yes, it is difficult to understand because um, we have, we've had a scenario of a journalist who held a junior position for 10 years in a newsroom. Mm-hmm. Um, are you telling me that journalist, that particular journalist is a junior? Can you be a junior for 10 years? Okay, the answer is no. But, but, but is, it, is it a case of one, one person or is it I'll a, a whole trend? No, a trend. There, there is a trend whereby you find out that, um, you know, in some newsrooms you find you will have a journalist with 16 years experience, a black journalist, or a, another black journalist whereby they have more than 20 years experience. And a white journalist with two years or five years experience will be editing your story. Okay, it's an interesting one. I, I welcome your thoughts, but do tweet me to hashtag media show and, and give me your comments. Also happy if you just tweet, um, quote tweet the guests as well. Uh, I see, uh, Tsepo Matseba certainly listening in from Liberty. Great uh, that you connected, uh, Tsepo. Right, tweet me, hashtag media show, otherwise SMS is 34701. Do you have an original way to think about this? What is, we know there's, there's this logjam in terms of what's happened in South Africa before, but 20, 22 years now into democracy, do you agree with the, the thoughts of uh, Peter Ampede as well as uh, Vicky Abram that in fact there is inherent there's racism uh, in our newsrooms and there's discrimination on the basis of colour basically with, with salaries, with appointments and even who goes out to do the difficult jobs or the dangerous jobs and make it, maybe there's a whole lot more. The other part of course is the issue of the type of news coverage that we get as well. This is the media show. Premiership continues on Wednesday. Regal Fela. Ajax tackles Sundowns at Cape Town Stadium. And Golden Arrows battle Pulukwana City at Kingswell Itini. At Cobble Park, Free State Stars host Platinum Stars. And Baroka FC is against Pirates at Peter Mukaba. Highlands Park is against Bloom Celtic at Makulong Stadium. All matches kick off at half past seven. Tickets available from 40 Rand. Brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. It may not be a trophy, but it's really worth showing off. Be proud of the Constitution. Be proud of our Bill of Rights. SAFM, South Africa's news and information. Speak your mind, and we'll speak ours. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. Right, our thought leader discussion of the transformation of the, of the print media industry in the main, and that suspension of, uh, Stephen, uh, Stephen, uh, Motale, rather, the editor, <coughs> excuse me, of the citizen. Peter, Peter Ampere is the tra- president of the Forum of Journalists for Transformation. Peter, let's just touch on, on the issue then of, um, okay, maybe just some of the c- points coming off the back of what Vicky Abrams said. Do, do you want to pick up on something from there? Look, um, you spoke about uh, whether or not it's, it's, it's a clear case of black versus white. Mm. I, would, I would say yes, Ashraf. I'll, I'll, I'll actually give you an example and, and, and also give you some of the incidences that make us believe that it's a clear case of black and white. And, and some of the, uh, these uh, media lobby groups are actually vindicating us daily. I'll give you an example. When uh, um, 
um, independent newspaper suspended Alija Desnoy as the editor of Cape Times. We had all, almost all media lobby groups, including SANES, the Right to Know, the Freedom of Expression Institute, and many others coming out, defending her, crying racism. In fact, we were not crying racism, crying editorial interference. And, and SANES even went as far as to give her an award for alleged bravery simply because she had uh, 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 you know, defended what they called editorial uh, independence uh, in the face of uh, uh, service interfering. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and what they did, we contrast what, what, what they did at the time with what they are silent now on Stephen Mutale. Because Stephen Mutale is black, because Stephen Mutale uh, is not uh, a member of a clique in the media industry, which defends uh, um, uh, uh, you know, white. They kept quiet. They abandoned him. They never defended him. We saw the same thing when uh, the so-called SABC 8 were suspended uh, or, or fired by the SABC early this year. Sanus and, and many other people went out of their way, fell all over themselves to defend these people. They even went out to do uh, crowdfunding for them and raised a lot of money for them. At more or less the same time, uh, a group of about 11 uh, journalists, black journalists, all of them, were suspended and, and, and were on the verge of being fired by AIM and Seven uh, because they had challenged uh, the Gupta family there and, 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 and complained about all sorts of things. Nobody did anything. Fairness and other people never defended uh, uh, those. Okay, so what you're saying is there's, 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 there's selective... There's a sense of selective responsibility. It's, it's racist. It's racist. In, 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 the, in the case of the SADC 8, more than half of the victims were white. They were white journalists. That's why Sanders and other people were interested in defending them. But you and see, when you, when, you say that's, when you say that's why, that means you know that for sure. Or are you assuming yes, that? You know, it, no, no, no. We know that for sure because you can check the list of the SADC 8. More than half of them were white people. No, no, I, I hear that, but, but your point about that is why Senef went to defend them, because they were white. I mean, do you know that for certainty, or you think that's the case? No, 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 I know that for, 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 for a fact, because the person who arranged that, Adrian Basson, never said anything about uh, the people being suspended at ANN7. At, at the same time, there were people being fired at, at ENCA, people like Padamide Fugu, people like... All of them are black, and Sanef never said anything about that. So, what, 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 what do you make of that? All right, just, just okay. Racist. Interesting point here. Eureka Zandberg from the, from the Citizen issued a statement about the memorandum that they received, saying, we received the memorandum, we will study it. If any of the allegations are applicable, we will take them into consideration. Okay, that's pretty standard, right? Uh, we are aware of the allegations made before we receive the memorandum, and we wholeheartedly reject them as being unfair regarding editorial interference, racism, exploitation, harassment, and victimization of journalists. Uh, we are committed to the highest standard of integrity of journalism. The newsroom has been under Mr. Matali's control for the past three years. There has been transformation in our newsroom, and there will continue to be. With regards to Mr. Matali, suspension, it is an internal disciplinary matter and I'm not in a position to comment at this stage right, okay, they, they don't want to say more, which I think is a huge pity, we'd love to chat to them, I mean, I'll get to Vicky Abram in a, mo- in a moment, but, but just pick on, on this point here let's say that the citizen quite rightfully is, is, is not transforming to the desired level, but ironically they do have as their leader a black person, as the editor look uh, we, we know how these people operate as well they, they, in most cases, uh, they, if you can look around all the newsrooms, 
uh, all, the majority of the editors of the mainstream uh, media, I mean, the newspapers are black. But, but it's not for us, it's not a case of replacing uh, Pete van der Merve with Pete Randelli. It's, it's a case of dealing with systematic problems uh, governing racism and media inequality and discrimination. You, you cannot tell us that simply because you have appointed a black person, therefore you have transformed. When your systems are still the same, when your culture is still the same, when your institutionalized culture of racism is okay, still that, the same. Okay, that's scary now. What we are saying is that we need them to move beyond uh, appointing black aids. We want systematic transformation of a culture within a company. Okay, yes, yes, no, Matata said, now these are, these are respected journalists, of course, all within the Sanaf stable, right? Uh, saying we have decided that we will not be involved in a running battle with organizations that are pursuing their own legitimate campaigns. Sanaf determines, especially its own issues and, and agendas. Uh, okay, maybe just as, as you comment on that, I want to just, I want to get to picking in a second, but, but at this point here, as you answer that, right? Yes, they've appointed a black person, but you said the systems then below that change. Isn't it then the responsibility of the same black person that you actually now supporting to have made those changes, if not in the in the 100-day honeymoon, that's understandable, but three years down the line, how come that person has not effected change, considering that person is very much the public person, number one, as far as the citizen is concerned? Let me tell you the problem there. These guys are, are very much sophisticated, Ashraf. Uh, in the case of citizen, which is standard across, uh, uh, I mean, which is the same, the same problem across many media houses, they appoint a black editor, but then surround you with a, a team of um, white senior management, and you're not allowed to fire those people. As a citizen as well, we, we, we have uncovered allegations that when senior management were appointed beyond Stephen Mutale, Eureka herself insisted on sitting in, uh, in, in those interviews and, and in order to influence uh, uh, the decisions. And in most cases, where a black person was a front runner, uh, the, the top three candidates were then subjected to a so-called psychometric uh, uh, evaluation, which were manipulated, and eventually only whites were appointed. Or where a black person was a clear front runner, Iraq uh, herself and your colleagues at Citizen will complain about salaries. They will say, "No, these black people are expensive. Can mm, we find mm, someone mm, else mm, within mm. this person? The company can't afford them." As, as a ploy to ensure that they hire white people. So, 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 speak with that, okay. to blame there. Tell you what, was a problem. All right. L- love to get Eureka sometime, uh, in the future, because at the moment they have not spoken. Vicky Abram, of course, is with us, who's a journalist at The Citizen, but also, uh, speaking on behalf, in this case, of the Communication Workers Union, right? Vicky, just, your, what, you know, what, what, what can you tell us? I know you're, you're employed by The Citizen, slightly different, but you're speaking from the Communication Workers Union. What else can you tell us in terms of where you want this to go? Um, you know, what I was, uh, what I also highlighted uh, during the march, it's about how the South African media has demonized our black people, and um, there is N- not journalists. I'm just saying the South African media. No, they demonized who? You mean not, not the black people? Okay, the, the right. black people, our black community. Um, you know. The, the, the examples that are made was that um, even our white journalists, they do not report about the corruption in their white community. Um, they, I, they don't report about the HIV-AIDS pandemic in their community, the teenage abortions in their 
teenage, in, in their mm, community, mm. the kids who were given up for adoption by teenagers in their community, the high rate of drug abuse in their community, the abuse of drugs. Okay, I, I hear that. So you're saying yes. they've been selective. But, selective. But more importantly, and I mean, th- those things may be correct, but yes. more importantly, is the same accusation being made about the role of, of journalists and editors in terms of selecting the political hot potato stories. I'm talking about Zuma, I'm talking about Gupta, I'm talking about Trevor Manuel. Do you think that's the position where we are, that they're being selective in terms of what they want to push? Yes, our journalists have selective hearing and they've got selective reporting. They choose who, if they know that you are the target, they know that you are very vulnerable, they will target you. They will put their claws on you. And you find out that there are certain people that they cannot touch. I'll make an example. Um, I'm not a politician. I'm a journalist. Um, you will see, like, for instance, during the elections, um, you will never spot any. You will not, when you pick up the paper, you will not read anything about certain political parties. Positive. But when you read, the, the positive reporting will be given to their so-called political parties, and you enter into the newsroom, there are certain editors who worked for certain publications who would be promoting a certain agenda, who will be promoting certain political parties. When they leave, they, 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 when they leave, they are awarded with, certain, with positions in those political parties. Okay, but the question here is, isn't that the case with many other newspapers, that they may not physically nail their colors to the mask in an editorial position, but they would certainly be supportive of one party or the other. And it's up to you and I as readers now to make a decision about which type of articles we need to read. I always say read more than one newspaper. Remember, okay, just going back to, 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 to my point, as journalists, we are not supposed to be supporting certain political parties. And you look at, I'll just be, you know, let, without... I'll just what comes to mind? Rand Daily Mail, those years, clearly anti the, the nationalist agenda. That's why many believe that's why they were shut down. But, but they had taken up a position. The, ma- the weekly mail at that stage were clearly, they had taken up a position not to support one party, but certainly not to support a certain regime, a party. Mm-hmm. You see, the problem yeah, there, Ashraf, mm-hmm. Ashraf mm-hmm. the problem now compared to the, the, the Rand Daily Mail uh, era is that at the time we knew where the Rand Daily Mail stood on the South African uh, uh, political uh, uh, situation at the time, and, 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 and they are reported. Now we don't know. We have people who are refusing to nail their, their, uh, to actually reveal their true identities, and then we don't know how to engage them. For me, if all these uh, uh, media houses and, 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 and newspapers were to come out and say, look, I'm so-and-so, I'm pro-ANC, or I'm anti-ANC, I'm so-and-so, I'm pro-DA, or I'm uh, anti-ANC, I'm pro-EFF. Okay, so you're saying, I, I hear that. You're saying, as long as they lay their colors to the We know yeah. how to engage you. Okay. Don't, don't, don't pretend to be impartial when clearly you're putting a, a particular agenda, because that's dishonest. Okay, that's interesting. Some, some, some tweets I just want to pick up on. Javier uh, saying, my advice to black society, freedom means not to focus on racist matters. Stop you to reach your prosperity. Um, and there's Moigbal Jassat from the Media Review Network saying we need to revisit the HRC inquiry into racism in the media led by uh, Barney Pichana at the dawn of democracy and its recommendations. Rafiq is saying I was two years ahead of this white guy at Varsity. The company employed him. I trained him uh, and a year after he was 
my supervisor. Uh, and there's, there's some interesting tweets from uh, Unati Kwanza saying, um, well, who do your guests represent? Surely they can't be speaking for all black journalists. And then saying, if as a black journalist you are working for a newsroom that doesn't appreciate you, then it's your problem, not your employers. This, by the way, happens in all work, uh, workplaces. Uh, comment on that, Vicky. Um, on what? Well, I mean, just that last point about, you know, if you're not appreciated in a company, move on. Why do you have to move on if you haven't made a change? You can't move on until there is transformation. Because when you leave and leaving, you know, that you haven't made any changes, you are basically saying that you are a coward. But isn't the flip side where sometimes you stay too long and then you don't move on and nothing happens? And then people say, well, how could you sit there and allow that to happen? Why don't you take a stand and say, I will not work for this company for that reason? Um, you know, it's like saying to, to if my diva was still alive today, it's like saying to my diva, you have fought for too long. Um, why, why can't you just give up? He did not give and, up. And, and just, yeah. just to add, add, mm. add there, Asraf, you know what Unati is saying? It's, it's a reflection of self-hate. And, and people like Unati are the ones who are actually conniving with their own subjugation. What he's saying is that as black people, uh, we shouldn't fight for our rights. We must allow people to abuse us. And if, if, if we are tired or we can't take it anymore, we must leave the kitchen. We don't have, we're being done a favor for being in those newsrooms. When in actual fact, we are actually breaking stories for these companies and we are contributing towards their bottom line. So we are not being done a favor. You can't say, this is my space. And then if you are not interested anymore, you must leave. So, 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 I find that to be a reflection of self-hate, and she's saying that black people are being done a favor for, uh, for being in those newsrooms, and if they can't accept that uh, uh, favor, they must leave, which is very much problematic, and, and I would really condemn that. All right, we, we're going to wrap up now, right? What do you want to happen, uh, Pit, from your side, with two issues? Issues of racism, and what do you want to happen now, and, and what are your thoughts about the Steve Motali issue, just very quickly, then we'll wrap up. Okay, what we want to see happening is a change uh, in, in, in a mindset. One, we want the media owners to accept that uh, black journalists are, are not being done a favor. We want them to treat them fairly. We don't want them to discriminate against them anymore. And we want them to stop paying them racialized salary, uh, salaries. And, and, and secondly, we want diversity of perspectives and narratives in these newsrooms. We don't want uh, uh, the media to be uh, agents of negativity okay. throughout. All right. And then we also don't want them to, to, to peddle one narrative only. All so right. there's always two sides to the story and one do, both sides to be Okay, and, and, and Vicky, just your last thoughts? Yeah. Um, what I'm saying to, 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 to some of the white um, you know, media owners, if there's no change in the media news, in the, in the, in the newsrooms, we will hold night visuals. We will stand, we'll sit outside your offices until there is transformation. And we are also saying, because there is a trend in the media newsrooms whereby there's this thing whereby they say that uh, black corruption sells the newspapers. If you write about any negative story about Julius Malema, the paper will sell. If you write any negative story about um, Jacob Zuma, the paper will sell. But if you write about any negative thing about the DA or Musi Maimani or Helen Zile, the paper will not sell. We need to get away from that mindset. We need to transform the media. Okay, let's, let's take one, one very big call. Uh, I think it's Patrick on the line. Hi, Patrick. 
Uh, Ashraf, you, you know, I'm, 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 I'm attentively listening to, to, to you now. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry because you, you just said that you're going to take only one call. Yeah, I don't have much more time. I would have loved you to have followed me, to followed my call with a very negative person, Sik. I know Sik used to work for the media, and he's the one who normally comments ANC all the time. Even if issue is not ANC related, he will twist it and make it negative towards ANC. I would have loved to hear him commenting especially about the issue that we're talking about now. Mostly they are quiet when issues like this are on air. Okay, well, I'll tell you what, we're not going to have time for SIG, but if you wish to tweet, I will read that tweet out just now, okay? Thanks, we'll, we'll have to do that. Thanks for that, uh, that's, thanks for that call, Patrick. Okay, that, that's where we're going to leave it, I'm afraid, unless there's something more you want to add. Stephen, uh, Stephen Motali's story, uh, uh, where do you want that to end? I cannot say much about, um, you know, um, the editor's suspension. Um, I did say that to other journalists. I'm not going to talk about his suspension. Because you're employed and you're part of that yes. for now. Okay, that's where we're going to leave it. I'll tell you what, both of you, Vicky Abram, together with uh, Peter Ampere, uh feel free to tweet even now because the show doesn't end. It continues. You can just tweet just now. I will retweet that hashtag media show. Tweet to me into SFM Radio and I think we'll get others to comment on that. Very important issues around transformation in media and do we see ourselves in a position which Peter Ampere believes yes to that that it's a case of now white media versus black media or black media versus white media with regard to the print media specifically. Very important issue there.